A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to Solomon and Smith, the podcast. Based on Solomon and Smith, the comedy show. I'm Solomon. I'm Smith. Welcome, guys. This week, we have an episode that was recorded at Bad Dog Theater in Toronto, our monthly stand-up show, and we are featuring Courtney Gilmore. Courtney Gilmore, a Toronto stand-up who runs a show at Comedy Bar called So Fresh and So Clean. All clean material. I don't know how she does it. I don't know how anybody does it, really. That's every second Friday of the month at 8 o'clock. You guys should check that out if you're in Toronto. You should make a special trip to check it out, like Jess does every month, just to come to our show. I come from New York City once a month uh, for our show, and uh, I am here in Toronto right now recording this. Sometimes I'll be here, sometimes I'll be in New York via Skype. Yeah, and if you're in New York listening right now, seriously, book a ticket for the second Friday of February. Go see Courtney's show, So Fresh and So Clean. And then stick around for like two more weeks and then come see our show. Yeah, and then just stick around in Canada, because why not? <laughs> yeah, really, it's a much These better days, place yeah. to be. So we're going to hear some stand-up from Courtney that she recorded at Bad Dog Theater with us, and then we're going to have a chat about confidence and peeing in the shower. So fresh and so clean. So clean. Mary Solomon and Smith, Miss everyone. How are you guys doing? God, so happy to be here. Can I quick tell you my story of how I found out Santa wasn't real? Oh my God, he forgot to fill the stockings and my mom had to call him on his cell phone. That's how I knew. (laughs) She told us to go back to bed. He'd be down in 15 minutes. That's when I knew. Wheels started turning. Anyways, you guys, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I know uh, some of you can tell by the sound of my voice uh, that I don't have hands. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Can you hear it? (laughs) It's me not clapping. Um, I I feel, it's weird, like I feel very like, uh, I don't have a cool, it's a very boring story, like I was just born like this, like a super vanilla, not very. (laughs) Original. (laughs) That's not like an interesting, I was in a cab recently and the cab driver turned to me and he was like, "Uh, can I ask you what happened to your hands? And I said, oh, I was just born like this. And he said, oh, that's interesting. My sister has back problems. (laughs) 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 Which is the same. I was like, wow, that's so cute. I love when people try to, like, (laughs) connect to me that way. I'm like, your sister has, like, unless your sister has lost a lifetime's worth of rock, paper, scissors, I can't relate (laughs) at all. (laughs) Can't connect. It's very cute, though. I feel like, (laughs) 
I, I like to mix, like, wha- I get bored of telling people that, right, that I was born like this, so I like to mix it up a little bit and say my own stuff. Uh, I like to tell people I was an abortion survivor, right? Yes. No, like I fought back, you guys. It's inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> Gearing up for my TED Talk. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm very, I'm very self-confident, like high self-esteem type of person. I, l- I feel like this confuses a lot of people, just how confident. I feel though like my self-esteem and confidence level is like pretty much at the same level as everyone else, you know? Like a combination of Beyonce in the Flawless video, <laughs> and then like a little bit of like constantly worrying that my name comes up in drunken games of Would You Rather? You know? <laughs> a little bit of delicate balance. Um, I have, uh, I wish, I always wish that I had other, other, like people ask me if I wish I had hands. I don't wish I had hands, I wish I had other things for hands. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like I wish I had like two glasses of wine full of hands, you know, all the time for hands. <laughs> That'd be nice. I wish I had two large pizzas. How sweet would that be, right? Just two large pizzas. Everywhere I go, it just looks like I'm always on my way to an awesome party. <laughs> <laughs> And then people are like, what is that girl doing walking into a porta potty with two large pizzas? <laughs> and I'm like, that's my business. Don't worry about it. <laughs> are you guys, uh, are you guys d- dating, relationship, cuddling up for the winter? How many people are, are in relationships here? <laughs> oh, yes, that's nice. That's lovely. I don't, I'm not dating right now, but a lot of my friends are. And uh, I've started writing love songs about other people's relationships. <laughs> <laughs> Just based on what I'm observing. Uh, I have three track titles of songs that I'm, I'm going to write. You, can I share them with you? Just the titles? Yeah, thanks. Uh, number one song is called, Why Are Your Engagement Photos in a Forest? You Fucking Live Downtown. <laughs> <laughs> Number two song is called, um, Your Passive Aggressive Fight is Ruining This Party. (laughs) And (laughs) the third one, I think this one's gonna be a real banger. Uh, (laughs) This one's called, Your Girlfriend Looks Like Your Sister, No One Knows What To Do. (laughs) 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 Featuring Pitbull. Um, I, d- I broke up with someone last year. Uh, I realized he wasn't very feminist friendly. I found this out by, we would watch romantic comedies together, and whenever the couple in the movie would break up, he would always say it's because the woman let herself go. Ooh, yikes, right? That's so crazy. Uh, but that's what he was, li- he was very convinced. Like, as soon as a woman lets herself go, like, stops wearing makeup and whatever, that's when it goes downhill. And I looked at him incredulously, and I was like, you have one shirt that I've, ev- <laughs> that I've ever seen. You have one dirty shirt with a mustard stain on it. That comment for sure comes with a two-shirt minimum, at least. <laughs> I feel like the only way you can get away with telling a girl that she's let herself go is like, if I come home from work at the end of a long day, you should be sitting there looking like the Monopoly man. Like full tuxedo, top hat, monocle, stacks of cash. Right? And then I'll be like, yeah, I need to step it up a little bit. <laughs> are you guys, are you drunk right now? Or are you drinking? What's the situation <laughs> for drinking? No, 
I didn't mean for that to be an accusation. I'm just wondering what the drinking situation is like here. Yeah, I see. So you guys have a good time drinking. You like to enjoy? Yeah, that's great. I, I used to, I don't drink a whole lot. I drink a little bit, but I, I don't really get drunk. And uh, I'm noticing uh, that the choices that I used to make when I would get really drunk and the choices I now make sober, pretty much exactly the same. You guys, I <laughs> think... <laughs> Same thing happening. I'm still at McDonald's at four in the morning, sh shoving McNuggets in my face. It's a problem. And the thing is, I still go to places where people drink, like clubs and bars, and it's very strange to be the only one sober on the dance floor at two in the morning. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's just like swaying at that point. Girls look like they're trying to enter the spirit world by then. <laughs> <laughs> it's very weird. And then what happens is, like, have you ever drunk dialed? Do you, do you guys drunk dial your exes? Nope, you're all perfect. <laughs> nope. We don't have exes. We married our high school sweethearts, and this is, well, <laughs> listen, legend has it that when people drink, <laughs> when people sometimes they get so inebriated that they will send an uncouth text to their former flame. And I, I'm just here to tell you, like, I'm still doing that, but sober. I'm just calling them is what's happening uh, at four in the morning. I'm just like so hyper and full of energy. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, Courtney, like, what are you, why are you calling me? It's four in the, are you hammered right now? I'm like, no, I feel amazing. Just bike to Scarborough on a city bike. My purse is full of fiber one bars. I feel great, let's, <laughs> let's talk. <laughs> I miss us. Um, <laughs> I live, uh, I live downtown Toronto. Anyone live downtown here? Yes, Do you lo I, love, I love living downtown. Uh, I, you know how you have things around your apartment that make you feel very grown up, like an adult, like you finally made it? Um, my thing is I have a, a, a knife block in my kitchen. That's my thing. Did that make you uncomfortable that like a girl with no arms loves knives? <laughs> <laughs> But it's queasy now, like I love cooking, right? So uh, I had a friend of mine uh, help me move and she was like, Courtney. She pulled me aside very concerned. She was like, you cannot keep a knife block in your kitchen. And I was like, why? And she goes, because if murderers break in, they can grab one of the knives and kill you. And I was like, if murderers break in, that's what they came here to do, <laughs> right? They probably brought their own equipment <laughs> to my m murder. Like, are there, <laughs> are there like psycho murderers in my kitchen bickering with each other at two in the morning, looking around confused, like, what are we gonna do if she doesn't have a knife block? <laughs> <laughs> How are we gonna murder this girl with no hands without a knife block? <laughs> Just rummage through the drawers.
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I guess. All right. Thank you so much, guys. I'm Tony Gilmore. Thanks for having me. When we heard Courtney talking about having so much confidence uh, on stage, we needed to know more. Oh, I need to know everything. We wanted to know her secrets. How she gets that confidence, how she holds on to that confidence. How she can give me some. Let's listen. (laughs) So which of you guys has peed on someone in the shower? I haven't peed Uh, on someone in the shower. No one has asked me to, but I've peed on my own in the shower. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime hot water touches me, it doesn't matter how many times I've gone to the bathroom, I have to pee immediately. Oh my god, me too. Really? Yes, immediately. And here's something Jess doesn't want to hear. I've stopped doing it at your house because I know you don't like it, but I almost <laughs> always pee in the shower, like every time I take a shower. <laughs> and I feel like this came up between you and me once and you were like, that's super gross. Peeing in the shower? Yeah. I mean, I've done it. One of the reasons I don't do it, besides just like not wanting that in my shower, although I'm sure my wife does all the time. <laughs> and you know um is that uh is that that precisely that that someone told me once that if ever you have hot water touch you it, it's going to be like a reaction yeah. what is that where you have that kind of that react the pavlov, pavlov yeah, the pavlov. yeah. yeah. Sure, pavlov and so i didn't want to like get into the yeah. habit yeah. of doing it because then i thought i'd always have to do it no like, i totally have that whenever hot water hits me and when i hear a bell ring i pee a bell <laughs> <laughs> Where does the oh, Pavlov Pavlov joke? <laughs> but it goes right down the drain, though. Maybe you don't want touching you. Some people don't want the touchy. Like, I just don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to stand on it, and I I, I don't know. I guess That's I always true. figured it would like ruin the bathtub. I don't know why I thought it would ruin the bathtub somehow. Like in my mind, it was like eventually going to turn a bit yellow. Yeah, the yeah. bathtub. But I mean, that's crazy. I guess. It's a bit probably, crazy. It's a bit crazy. Maybe I should just let it go. <laughs> Guys, everyone come over and pee in my shower. Let's do it. Just do it. I'm super chill. <laughs> we got to break down the boundaries one by one. But I did, I think I am, I think I might have blocked it out, but I did, uh, I think I did pee on somebody in the shower once. Oh my gosh, tell yeah. us. No, mm-hmm. I just, oh, gross. it was like an ex. But um, uh, yeah, she, 
I think it would happen. She wanted she wanted me to, and mm-hmm. I didn't think I could. But in I, the moment, was it sexual or just silly? I don't. Oh, I, it it, it wasn't sexual in the sense that like it might have been for her, but I didn't feel right. excited about it. Okay, I think yeah. it was just like let's try this, and I was like, oh, okay, I don't know. It's a running joke I with Hannah that I'm constantly trying to get her to pee on me. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, really? like just to pee on my hand in the shower, <laughs> like when she's on the toilet. <laughs> In your hand? Yeah. Toilet. We don't do it. I'm yeah, just always yeah. like, come on, do it. Maybe tonight's the night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. But then That's would you so actually funny. want her to do it? Yeah. What if she actually I definitely does it? like had my hand there and she's like, okay. And then I'm like, no, never mind. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like a weird know. game of chicken. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why we play with that, but we do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gordon, you don't seem like someone that would have a shy bladder. You seem to have Not a lot shy of confidence. Pretty <laughs> confident bladder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, one of the things that we wanted to talk to you about today, as Deanne so casually segued into, uh, <laughs> was, uh, was this topic of confidence, something you talk about on stage right. and, uh, that you seem to exude, oh, thank you. um, in a, the loveliest way. Um, and <laughs> tell guess, us yeah. everything, give us advice. How, how do you do it? Where <laughs> does it come us, from? Tell us when and how you feel confident, when and how you don't. I don't know. And I also feel like, obviously it's just a thing that women struggle with in general, in society. Mm-hmm. There's just so much, there's so much going on with the topic of confidence, I feel like. Yeah, totally. Well, welcome to my TED Talk on confidence. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's, you know what is weird is that in the past year, I would say almost around this time last year, I realized, because uh, I've always had like a fairly high self-esteem, like I've always been pretty okay with myself, but there's like a huge difference between like being okay with yourself and feeling confident most of the time and like and like the concept of like feeling worthy and deserving and I didn't realize until last year it's like very linked to those two concepts like just feeling like you're worthy of your success and your own life and and good things happening to you and that kind of leads to confidence and like I realized I had so much more insecurity than I knew and it was like earth shattering to me because I'm like what like I've always thought I looked great and feel great and everything and now I've just discovered like in weirdest ways like I think relationships are a big thing that make people realize their like ugliest insecurities I don't want to interrupt you but I just want everyone to know single (laughs) tear rolling down my cheek over here no this is all the kind of stuff that I'm working on in therapy as well like the idea of feeling like genuinely worthy at a basic level for sure and it's so crazy to uncover that and realize like you can you can have that but it like easily but you there's something that we've been conditioned to like feel like we don't we don't deserve things like very basic things it's just like it felt so elementary to like be unearthing all that about myself and like being surprised like I'm not as confident as I thought I was uh but was it more of a surface confidence that you were like able to fake it or I guess but I well I don't think I was faking it I think that like I just I try to fake it all the time yeah (laughs) sometimes it's when you're relating to other people and like I said relationships like you're all of a sudden kind of um seeing your reflection in somebody else and seeing like oh like when that person leaves I feel kind of like abandonment issues or whatever like I, I didn't know were there until now um so I think the biggest thing for me was like being able to validate myself and not needing that from anyone else. Like, yeah. um, oh my god, do you yeah. feel like you're there? <laughs> I do feel oh, like I'm there. So I do cool. feel like I'm there. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, 
yeah, this whole past year, I feel like I've been discovering that about myself and just, um, cause somebody was at, we, I don't, I, on the Toronto stand-up thread, they were talking about, um, good comedy advice that you've been given and one of the things that I that resonated with me that someone had told me once was um to not get we always tell ourselves not to get too hung up on negativity and negative comments and if people don't like you um but also it's important to not rely on accolades too and like rely too heavily on praise because then you're just trying to sustain that for your whole life and just like banking on other people validating you yeah and then when you're alone or you feel like you did a good job and maybe no one agrees or whatever, you you don't get to feel that sense of like, oh, I'm great. I'm I deserve success. I'm amazing just from yourself. You're, you're always, like, looking, you're always looking at someone yeah. else to give that to you. Uh, and that can really affect like how you're presenting your art. You know, you're like trying to curate it according to what you think other people are going to like. And uh, you can't, you know, sustain that for too long. So this is blowing my mind. I that... feel like I've just went on like this long-winded tangent. No, that no, had nothing this to is great. <laughs> I'm realizing just, I just has, like it's such a good timing that we're even having this conversation because I've just realized so many other concepts that tie into confidence. And yeah, the worthiness was like a huge. huge and how did you thing. come to this uh, place? Um, was it just working on yourself, reading, yeah, reading therapy? some stuff? Like, I, you know, one person uh, re- referenced a book that just kind of you know. What was one... the book? What's your formula? Okay. What's going <laughs> book, on? You, uh, this book is amazing. Amazing. It's called uh, "How to Be." how to be a badass or no it's you are a badass by jen sincero you are a badass okay yeah and so that book was just very uh funny and smart and just all about um i'm not even really into self-help books but i've been giving things a try and realizing that certain things do connect with me but that book was like the launch pad for just feeling like yeah like just by existing, I deserve to have good things. That yeah. was like a huge groundbreaking thing for me. Oof, so. I am going to sample that, put yeah. it on a loop, and listen to it every day. <laughs> no, it's, it's honestly yeah, really blowing it. my mind that you're here just saying like, yes, I feel worthy. I validate myself. Yeah. I don't need anything external. I'm not there yet. Like, I'm aiming at it. And you're I'm not gonna even... going to be there, though. So I hope yeah, so. I'm not sure. even sure. I was about to say, like, I'm not even sure it's possible, but I'm aiming at it. It's Would, totally do, possible. Jess, do you feel that way? Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a lot of self-doubt. Um, I don't know if I think sometimes that I'm not deserving. I've never really felt that way in relationships um, in terms of, like, I know that you, D sometimes have talked about, like, if somebody loves me so much and I'm like, what's wrong with them? Or, like, you oh, know, yeah, for, for loving sure. me, I, I that's, like, so a common thread. Yeah, 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 there. a yeah. lot of cross wires. And, and, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not deserving of this or whatever. Um, I don't have that feeling so much as just, um, just a lot of self-doubt around decisions and what I'm doing in life life and whether what I'm doing is uh is funny or good or you know um how I use my time or you know I, I just I, I I have um but you have lack this... of confidence in that kind of way you but know? you would have the same like strong sense of personal worthiness that Courtney's talking about I, I do mm-hmm. in terms of like relationships and and love and mm-hmm. and that um but outside of that um I, I don't think I'm, like, necessarily, like, super confident in 
in the world. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I know who I am, but I do need a lot of external validation. Sure. Oh, you sure. love those Facebook likes rolling in. Oh, oh everyone yeah, girl. does, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it's been too many days, yeah, I've been bombing hard on Facebook yeah. lately. I'm on a post under 20 likes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jess, like, really thinks about this. <laughs> no, and I'm like, oh, no, it's not me. It's the algorithm, right? Yeah. Right? That's what it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe if I put a photo up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah no, everyone, everyone, like, enjoys that for sure and yeah, it's, and that, it's there's nothing hit. wrong yeah. with that either that's like i would never be disparaging about like what like enjoying the fact that people appreciate you that's an amazing thing um but it's crazy how much that those like I, and i think it's gotten worse since social mm-hmm. media and like and getting like there is a kind mm-hmm. of little dopamine hit that sure. we didn't used to need or get you know sure. in that kind yeah, of that's way very that true. we'd get that it by I... finding nuts and berries <laughs> <It's> <laughs> what <laughs> yeah back the... in the caveman days. <laughs> yes yes this is what i heard. <laughs> Really, yeah, thrown back Thursday there, Dia. TBT to the TBT to No, but this is what they say is that it kind of hits those like little red flags of validation. I don't know what it is on Facebook anymore. It used to be a little red notification, mm-hmm. um, but that it does give us that hit in our brain that yeah. corresponds to something that um, that we that we evolved with, which was like, oh, I found a little berry. Oh, oh yeah. I found a new place to hunt. Like that, just the constant searching. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. And so it's super deep with us. Yeah. yeah. And it's so, um, and that's like, a, it's so nice to feel appreciation from other people. And I've noticed that like, when you, it's such a liberating feeling to also just like get to a point of just not giving a shit about what other people think and not caring and so when you do get that and you're in that place those are like amazing bonuses like there's such good perks rolling and you're like oh like I was right I'm amazing that person thinks I'm amazing rather than like oh am I shit am I amazing am I shit oh this person thinks I'm good I'll take it yeah it's more like it's just like this constant state of just feeling great all the time and then other good things are rolling in and you feel even greater so I'm always so admiring of people who uh just don't give a shit like yeah, that totally. and and the more people don't give a shit the more people are drawn to that person mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> and the greater exactly. they think they are For you know sure. but it's hard to it's hard to genuinely be to achieve that kind of yeah. you know um i like even i can't it's not fakeable I, I try to sometimes fake confidence and my sweatiness gives me away I guess. <laughs> every time. Sometimes faking Blushing. isn't such a bad thing, though, because, yeah. like, I mean, not, like, to the point where you actually feel disingenuous, disingenuous in the way you present yourself, but, like, doing things, like, um, to make you feel good, even if they're tiny little things, like having a glass of wine or standing a certain way, it can kind yeah. of, like, lift your spirits a little a good bit outfit. and yeah you can kind of incrementally change your mood and then if your mood is you know in a high high flying place then you you're just naturally going to feel confident so yeah that's true and then look look confident so one, one of courtney's hot doing, tips is drinking drinking <laughs> and wine. the power lean i'm sorry am i picking, <laughs> up, power lean, I like it. Am yeah. I picking up the wrong clues here what's no, a power exactly lean what it's like, I, okay, I don't know exactly where it came from, but this, like, some kind of speaker on confidence introduced this uh, concept of, like, standing with, like, proper posture and, like, leaning a little bit, and apparently that's, like, the whole key to... I'm probably screwing all of that up, but apparently the whole key to, like, looking confident and feeling confident is, like, this lean that you physically do when you're standing in oh front my of God. people. We should yeah. take a photo of us doing it for this podcast. <laughs> okay. Power lean. We'll the do power it, lean. yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things that blew my mind, which was such a tiny thing, but I don't know who said it. It went around a little bit online, not to start emails with, I was just 
you know, wondering mm-hmm. whatever, cutting out just oh, in, yeah. in, in emails. Yeah. Or, I haven't seen that going around, but I, I don't know where I got it from. It went around. But somewhere. I started yeah. doing yeah. it myself. I realized how often I say just or yeah. and I've I've started like in emails not apologizing when I right. don't need to. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, sorry this, just, yeah. yeah. But I always have right to check my it. own language for that and go go back and but you realize yeah. how much of an instinct it is yeah to... definitely or starting opinions with i feel like so i've been trying to eliminate that like yeah. especially if it's something that you actually are knowledgeable about and you know sometimes we soften it with i feel like so that yeah. it doesn't sound as like assertive this is how it or in is, case yeah. someone is gonna argue you and then you yeah yeah you can fall back on it was just a feeling yeah. <laughs> i just felt that, I thought, that way you know but i, I could also feel like another way too <laughs> whatever yeah <laughs> So one of the things that I love about uh, you on on social media is uh, your use of the caps lock because you know <laughs> the only other person was uh, was Kanye. Kanye started it, and it was so annoying when he did it, and it was yeah. it was such an indication of this guy's personality. But when you do it, it's uh, it's so endearing oh, and uh, and it's confident, I think, and um, and funny. I don't know. How did you? I, I, what's yeah. the story behind the all caps lock? Is, is it broken on your yeah. computer? <laughs> yeah, I just have never got my Mac fixed, and then it's stuck, and people started liking it. Uh, no, I've I've loved. I don't know. It's so funny to me to talk in all caps online and not and not be yelling though. Just being yeah. like, I mean, I guess sometimes I'm yelling, but just it's usually my friend told me that it's usually about very mundane things. Like, yeah. yeah. I just ate the best cookie. I feel amazing today or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just think, I think it's so funny. And then people started responding well to it. Or it's rants, too. I like going on rants with the all caps. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's like a science to me now. But the thing is, now, if I don't, if I use lowercase people think that someone has died in my life because <laughs> something's so, wrong. Something's it's, wrong if I'm talking in lowercase. You're now. just writing something really positive in lowercase and everyone's giving you the like the tear face. So. Yeah. I have two friends actually who I've cuz I used that's how it started was I used to talk to them in all caps just like on on chat. Uh, and I've been talking to two friends in all caps for about 3 or 4 years now nonstop <laughs> even when people have died. Like we okay. all we commit to it completely and no I one feel has really broken. Sad. <laughs> I feel really sad. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a long-term investment, the all caps. It's a uh, I like it. blessing and a curse. Courtney's upcoming book, Caps Lock Your Way to Confidence. Yeah. <laughs> you should write it, and you should write it in all caps. Yeah. All right. I want to I wanna close out with some, like, gen, some practical advice that you could give people sure. out there, especially, oh, especially people of the lady persuasion about how to be more confident. <laughs> the lady persuasion. That well, sounds like people that are into ladies. Lady persuasion. <laughs> lady persuasion. The um, woman. <laughs> this is very tiny, I think, but I feel doing things that you want to do and feel good and being and saying no to things you genuinely don't want to do will make yeah. a huge difference in your mood. And I honestly believe that most of my the worthiness stuff that I was talking about comes from just making my mood better incrementally every day so I'm just feeling great and then you can't help but feel a little bit more confident Com- why can't I say it? confident <laughs> confident <laughs> confident uh yeah do things that make you feel good way more often let yourself off the hook and uh yeah Oh, that is killer advice. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> say yes to good things and say no to bad things. Is that the most basic concept there is? But <laughs> but you have to remind yourself of that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my That's god. Good. Thank you. Yeah. I'll be over here drying my tears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna figure out how to incorporate all of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
feel better already. Yeah. I'm so glad you came on the podcast, yeah, thanks Courtney. So much Thank for you for having me. Thanks, so Courtney. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We've been Solomon and Smith. Check us out on Twitter. I am Deanne underscore Smith. Where are you at? At Jess underscore Solomon. S-A-L-O-M-O-N. If you like the podcast, guys, rate it. Tell your friends. Uh, tell strangers. Subscribe. Subscribe! Until we get our website up and running, don't forget to check out smithsolomon.com. Smith and Solomon Training Solutions is a leader in industrial training solutions. You can get a forklift and CDL training there, uh, over 30 years of instruction, and more than 40,000 graduates. That's smithsolomon.com. Not affiliated with the podcast. Oh, it's ASMR bonus time.